I'm Sharon Betters, and you are listening to the Daylight Treasure Podcast produced by Mark Inc. Ministries. And I am so glad you are joining us for our series, Treasures Along the Way. Today's devotional is called A Wandering Heart, A Conquered Heart. And our guest writer this week is my husband, Chuck. Today's treasure is from Psalm 5117. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. At the turn of the century, the well-known agnostic and writer W.E. Henley wrote his now famous poem, Invictus. The first two stanzas describe well the kinds of traits we so admire in our culture. Out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, I think whatever God's may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutch of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried aloud. Under the bludgeoning of chance, my head is bloody, but unbound. The unconquerable soul. Sadly, the unconquerable soul Henley refers to here is one that stands in opposition to God and all other comers. Those of us who choose to remain aloof, unconquered, will never know God, for the key to knowing Him lies in just the opposite direction. As David said, what God seeks from us is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. O oh God, you will not despise. Psalm 51:17. Samson, listed in the great faith chapter of Hebrews 11, was a long-haired, muscle-bound, charismatic leader and judge of Israel. He started out confident, impulsive, and proud. His life, unfortunately, reflected too well the moral degradation and compromise of his nation. Instead of living a life of holiness, he repeatedly compromised his faith and allowed his animal instincts to get the best of him. Finally, beguiled and betrayed by the vixen Delilah, he fell hard, a victim of his own lust and foolishness. Captured, blinded, and imprisoned, Samson's sin led him to slavery and humiliation. A broken and contrite heart. Samson lived out the remainder of his days chained to a grinding wheel by his enemies, the Philistines. Samson's plight reminds me of David's lament for King Saul. How the mighty have fallen, as we read in 2 Samuel 1.19. Through this pain and suffering, Samson's God purged Samson's heart of all its former pride and self-sufficiency. Samson's repentance, as well as his life, was nearing completion. When given one last opportunity to again display his God-given strength, he prayed humbly and contritely for God's help, even though what he planned would cost him his own life. In the huge pagan temple of the god Dagon, amid the taunts and jeers of the thousands of Philistines who had gathered to mock and belittle him, Samson performed for them. The big man confidently and prayerfully placed his large hands on the support pillars of the temple, as we read in Judges 16, and brought that entire great structure down upon them all. Oh, friends, our God is an awesome God. He reigns over heaven and earth. He desires that we see our sins in the light of the cross and hate them for their ugliness but he also desires we bow in our failures, recognizing that apart from him, we can do nothing. 
Samson ended his life with a broken and contrite heart. He was, at the end of his days, a man both bloodied and bowed. Through his pain and his terrible suffering, he came back into close fellowship with his God. His heart was marked and renewed, made truly alive for perhaps the first time in his life. A circumcised heart, one like Samson's, is always characterized by brokenness. David, described as a man after God's own heart, was no stranger to sin, including the murder of Uriah and adultery with Bathsheba. Caught dead to rights in the midst of his terrible sin, David was completely undone, left without excuse. He prostrated himself before God and admitted plainly his own sin. The extraordinary Psalm 51 was David's prayer of confession. It gives us insight into why this man, guilty of such evil, could still be called a man after God's heart. Here is a man ready to accept full responsibility for what he had done, recommitting himself to obedience and pleading for renewed intimacy with God, an intimacy he knew he did not deserve, as we read in Psalm 51. Have mercy, O God, on me, according to your unfailing love. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from sin. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned, and done what is evil in your sight, so that you are proved right when you speak and justified when you judge. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. King David, broken and contrite, renewed his commitment to his sovereign King and Lord. Two men, friends, Samson and David, two sinners, repentant and resolved to surrender to God's purposes, two hearts, stained yet conquered and cleansed by God's love. What about you? Is there unconfessed sin in your heart? Is it time to repent, to allow God's love to break your heart wide open, to receive his forgiveness and restoration? Oh, friends, experience the love and forgiveness that only God offers through his only son, Jesus Christ. And oh, Father, thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus. Thank you for forgiveness that comes through his blood. Thank you for this gift of salvation. We pray, Father, that as we think about the incredible sacrifice that he made for us, that our hearts would be pierced, that we would recognize our need for repentance, that we would bow, perhaps in shame, but then be lifted up in forgiveness and confidence in you. We love you, Lord. Amen. Friends, thanks so much for joining us this week for Treasures Along the Way. And one of the ways that we want to encourage and equip and enable God's children to walk by faith is through sharing stories, redemption stories, and we do that through our Help and Hope podcast. And I know that you are going to be so encouraged and equipped and enabled to walk by faith when you hear Andrea Herzer's story. And you don't have to have experienced all the medical issues and crises that she has experienced to be encouraged by her walk. 
Andrea has written a book called Incurable Faith, 120 Devotions of Lasting Hope for Lingering Health Issues, and I highly recommend this devotional. It's really, it's excellent. She is intimately acquainted with the hardships that accompany debilitating health issues. She has spent the last 20 years with multiple illnesses, including complex regional pain syndrome, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and many others. You know, while she has been uh, navigating life while undergoing infusions, chemotherapy, more than 100 medical procedures, and all the complications in between, this journey has given her deep compassion for those who suffer. Uh, I'm just blown away by the joy in her face uh, when I first met her and her laughter and her sense of humor. So you are going to enjoy this conversation, and I know that her book will be a great gift, wonderful gift, for you to give to someone who is suffering from medical issues, or maybe that person is you. So I am Sharon Betters. You can go to helpandhopenow.org where you can learn more about Andrea, where we have links to how to connect with her and to her book. I look forward to being with you tomorrow.